Welcome to Loop Me In, the podcast community for parents and carers on raising children with disabilities. Join presenters Dr. Lisa Interligi and Christine Christopoulos and their guests on sharing experiences, information, and support ideas to help children with disabilities flourish. Loop Me In is brought to you weekly on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, to name a few. You can learn more, connect with the Loop Me In community, and listen to more episodes on our website, loop-me-in.com.au. How are you, Fleur? Hi there, guys. It's great to be here. I feel very honoured to be on this chat today. Oh, we're honoured. We're really excited to talk to you about your experience and you're a budding podcaster yourself, I hear, so um, this is going to be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. It'll be a great way to introduce you to the world, Fleur. Yeah, I'm excited. So today... Fleur, we'd like to welcome you and to talk a little bit about your journey and where you've come to from here. I'm 23 years old and I love all things girly. <laughs> Makeup to fashion and hair, movies, and I'm a sucker for a rom-com. <laughs> Eldest of all my siblings, I have two sisters, a half-brother and a half-sister. Are they older or younger, Fleur? They're all younger than me. So you're the big sister? I'm the eldest, yeah. Do they take notice of you? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bit cheeky, though, because they don't listen sometimes. But it's good. I love Harper and Hunter. They're my little siblings and they're just so beautiful and cute. I just, oh. (laughs) How old are they, Fleur? Harper is seven and Hunter is five. Okay, so they're really little. Yeah, they're younger. And after I had my accident, they were super small. And now they're a bit bigger and it's crazy like how much they've grown and how beautiful they are naturally, I think. Oh, that's lovely. Mm, It's nice to have a lot of love around you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm sure it's given you a lot of strength over the years. Yeah, it definitely has. I'm just stronger by the people I surround myself with. Yeah, the good people that make me feel happy and content and that is good, I think. Yeah, I think that's a great philosophy and I think we should all use that philosophy, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Definitely. And what's been your motivation, Fleur, apart from having a beautiful family? Because I know you've done a lot of therapy and what's been your motivation to get you going every day? Well, I wasn't going to accept this life for myself. I thought the thought of never walking my kids to school or walking down the aisle 
was top setting to imagine. When I thought of my future, about it just simply wasn't in it. Every day, I am motivated by those around me and who are proud of me. It makes me feel like, yeah, I can do this. And for, can you tell us a bit how, about your accident and what happened in that process so that our listeners understand? Well, I was 19 years old and on my way to graduating beauty school. One day, I got in a car with a friend at the time. This is where my story begins. I was a passenger in a car that went through giveaway sign, hit another car and slammed into a tree. I received 42 bleeds on the brain and then a quiet brain injury. My life changed forever. After spending 96 days in a coma, I started to work with therapists to be the person I am right now. Well, you're a beautiful person. They've done a great job. Well, you've done a great job, actually. Thank you. Yeah. I take my hat off to all the therapists that have helped put in their hard work to make me the person I am right now. Yeah, I mean, they put in hard work, but you obviously really determined, mm-hmm. I reckon. You must be have a lot of resilience and a lot of determination to yeah. have worked with them as well. It's a partnership, isn't it? It is, yeah. If you don't have a relationship, then what is even happening? Yeah, and we're fortunate enough to look at you right now and you just look beautiful and very happy. Tell us a little bit about speech therapy because I know you talked to me about that offline, how important it was for you. I love speech therapy. It's definitely been a journey from the start because, yep, you guessed it. You couldn't understand a single thing I said. (laughs) But here I am right now Mm. able to talk to you guys. I remember when I was... In hospital, I remember lying there in the bed thinking, why can't I talk because I didn't know what had happened to me yet. I was trying to speak and and nothing was coming out. I was mute. It was really difficult to even, like, to communicate or to even deal like physically with that. It was hard. If you had one speech therapist through this process, Fleur, just one person, or have you had multiple speech therapists? I've had a fair few. When I was in hospital, I had one that helped with my eating and swallowing. 
I had one that helped with my breathing. I had another two that helped with my speech. And then since being out of hospital, I have one main lady and another lady that helps, like helps sometimes or more than sometimes helps a fair bit. But they're both really good and I'm really happy with them. Speech therapy is probably, I want to say, one of my favourite therapy sessions to have. And what makes them, you always say they're really great and you're really happy with them. If you were giving advice to parents about what makes a great therapist from your perspective, from the person who's actually participating in the therapy, what would you say makes a great therapist? Well, I think what makes a great therapist, definitely learning about your client or patient or whatever the person, learning and finding out about them and what makes them tick and drive and move and who they are. And if you can connect with them, then it's easier, I think, personally, because if Jen didn't really understand me, I don't know if I would love it as much. It's because she knows what I'm like. Mm. She's able to make it fun. Mm. It's so true, Fleur, because my son still does speech therapy and often the therapist says, what motivates him is his interests. And because she knows, like, he likes movies and he likes talking about his day, she can get the best out of him. And I guess that's what makes the therapist good, doesn't it? It does, definitely. Mm. And just because, like, with Jan, she's always late because <laughs> we do speech therapy over Zoom. Okay. And she... Well, send me the link a week beforehand so I have the link, but she does it so that I don't message her that she's, like, to make sure you're not late (laughs) on, like, early so that I don't have to text her. And I brought it up with her the other day. I was like... I know you, Jan, I know (laughs) you sent it to me a week beforehand so I wouldn't text you and so that you could be late and (laughs) no, I didn't do that and I'm like, you did. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yeah. And what other therapists have helped you through your journey? After my accident, I couldn't walk. After all, I mean, even sitting up from laying down was impossible without grabbing onto a bar to pull myself up. 
I went from that to using a real Teflon type. Now I use a walking frame independently. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I walk without aid or assistance, with only supervision by family and carers. Fantastic. That must make you um, feel a lot more independent and able to get on and do the things that you want to do. Yeah, um, it definitely does. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I'm really happy with, like, everyone I surround myself with. It's definitely good. And, like, people like Tim, who was my recreational therapist, it's really good that he even helps me with like little things such as my wanting to start my own podcast and connecting me with you guys. Mm. Yeah. So that's really an aspect that you don't think about. Like I don't really have never really thought about recreational mm-hmm. therapists, but actually I think that they're really important yeah. because it's not so easy to get things done, I guess, for you or for our sons. Like Louis couldn't organise his own direction and needs somebody to do it. So having that support is really valuable. Yeah, definitely. And when I was in hospital, my favourite thing to do was every Wednesday night we did bowling at the hospital with Tim and it was honestly my favourite thing because it was what I looked forward to and it was just so fun. Did you beat him? Um, No. We used to play against, like, other patients. Okay. Did you have, like, a tournament or is it just a... I think it was just leisure. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you could beat him now. Yeah, I'm pro- I reckon you're right there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got fantastic fingernails here. I can see as part of your beauty therapy that you were studying. Did you do those? I got these done. I wish I could do these. They're special. They've got French tips on, is it like a peach base or something I can't I yeah. can't think really nice thank you and so what's your goals now Fleur what is it that your your next thing that you want to tick off your list well it's been a little difficult with COVID-19 but my goals are to do motivational speaking to help others understand my struggles and tackles, but also just to motivate them to be the best version of themselves. And that is what I plan to do. And I would like to start my own podcast as well because I think it would be interesting 
to learn about that and hear, like, what actually I go through on a day-to-day basis. And I just felt like that people would want to know that. Mm, I totally agree with you. I think just to be able for people to talk to you and just see your motivation and your beautiful smile and just teach people that, like you said, you weren't going to stay in this position and you fought really hard to get to where you are. I wasn't going to let the prognosis from the doctors determine where I was going to be because they said to my family that I was going to be in a vegetative-like state for the rest of my life. And that just simply was not okay with me. Mm. And what do the doctors think about you now? Well, I don't know, but I think they would be thinking of what the heck we were so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. And it's that inner strength, isn't it, that you definitely have. And you're surrounded by really beautiful people too. I think it's definitely the spot from my family and friends, especially my mum and my stepdad, for helping me with my walking and day-to-day living skills that I'm going to need to know for when I move out. And also when I was in hospital, I reckon I was the only patient that had a full wall covered with signatures and names from everybody that visited me to get better and get well and I could do it and... Just having that is motivation enough for me. Yeah, well, I think that's an amazing story, um, Fleur, that I think lots of people would be interesting, interested in understanding and also just your whole message about just don't accept what people tell you and, you know, set your own goals, you know, drive yourself towards those goals and just keep at it. I think that's a universal message, not just a message for somebody who's um, had an accident or who has a disability in their life. So fantastic. I think, you know, you've got a lot to offer, particularly on your podcast, and we'd be happy to support you in any way. Thank you so much, Lisa. We see a big future there. I can imagine we're going to see you a lot more in the future. Thank you so much, Christine. Yeah, thanks for your time today, Fleur. Thank you, Fleur. Thank you. Thanks for being part of the Loop Me In community today and joining our conversation on raising children with disabilities. Join us for the next episode on some of your favorite platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you would like to support us, please recommend the Loop Me In podcast to your network of parents, carers, and providers. If you would like us to cover a topic or invite a guest to chat, please email us at contact at loop-me-in.com.au or go to our website at loop 
bit.ly-me-in.com.au. If you've got any feedback, please let us know so we can improve and cover issues you want. And of course, if anything in the podcast today has raised concerns for you, you can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 4636 or Lifeline on 13 111 4.